like that, it makes me so nervous. He's just, he's just mad because I'm stronger than him. Yeah. Yes, you could, uh, yeah. I saw you squish a watermelon with your thighs on Twitter the other day. Tony, that's going to be your head. <laughs> I mean. It's true. It's big enough. I mean, listen, listen. Next time you're in LA, I want you to deadlift me. That's going to be a challenge. You have to deadlift How much me. do you weigh? I'll get down to 190 for you. Dead. Well, my goal is to be to 203 weeks, so oh, it's perfect. fine. Oh, perfect. Then I'll stay exactly where I am. <laughs> she, she's going to dead she's ass. She's teeny. She's going to dead ass deadlift you. <laughs> dead ass deadlift. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. And uh, we are back again. And guys, we have everybody back today. We got Lucy Wack. Hey. Hi, Lucy. We got, oh, we got Rachel Sanders is back. What was the uh for? I just looked in the, and I thought, uh. <laughs> I thought, uh. I mean, you know, if it took me silent restraint not to say anything about your mud mask on you've got, girl, you can't expect that kind of chivalry. <laughs> Like I'm trying to multitask, okay? <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, Maxwell Esposito is back. Hello, I'm back. Oh. Did you miss me? Uh, you had to remind me that you were gone for two weeks. I forgot we replaced you once with Seth Daniels. Without and, the S. Uh, and uh, without the S, sans S. And uh, then we were like, well, just we don't need any more. Yeah, we, no. we need no more children. So Lucy and I were like, we'll just do it. I'm 27 years old. I well, cannot we, be classified as a child. We would have had Rachel, but she uh, she ripped her cornea. How's the cornea, uh, Rachel? It's, it's better, obviously. Yeah. What What'd you do? Were you like uh, riding a bike under low hanging branches? Uh, do you want? It's like the most bullshit story ever. Can okay. You, can you talk I was to with an. I had a, I had a new client. Yeah. It was my first visit with this new client. The she's client a, shit underneath a bush. She's a vet, I bet. everyone. She's a vet. Let's, <laughs> let's remind everyone that she is a veterinarian. <laughs> oh, my God, I was going to say she was a lawyer. <laughs> this, this I, bent, I bent down to pick up the shit <laughs> yes. and stabbed myself in the eye with a tree branch. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so horrible. I'm fucking so mad. You know, Don't I, tell anybody else that story. I don't know. <laughs> yes, the whole, the whole listenership. All five people uh, are now laughing hysterically. Oh, that um, is so dumb. You, you were right not to come the day your cornea was ripped because I would have laughed about that. That would have been... <laughs> that you would have had your big gauze eye patch on. Yeah, like... No, I, Everything I read said, like, if you tear your cornea, you shouldn't put anything on it unless, like, the doctor tells you to, just because any pressure can tear it more. So, wait, oh. did, wait, so did you not go to any kind of doctor? You just, like, you just, like, wung it on healing? Or for a day, for a day. It happened Monday, and then, um, like, I was hoping it would just, like, heal itself overnight, and it didn't. And I was, like, 
It was so uncomfortable that I was like screaming all day long. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you she would have hated everything. I bet everything she would have hated. Uh, she well, just would have screamed about it. It's, yeah. good, it's good to have you back. Thank you. Rachel. You look great, too. Uh, Maxwell. Oh. Yes. Where have you been for two fucking weeks? I was working. I accidentally got scheduled last week. Oh. I know. You know me. It was an accident. I really didn't want to work last Tuesday, but there I was. But I've been around, you know. Yeah, we managed. You had a 420 party. That was so much fun. Yeah, everyone. did everyone <laughs> celebrate 420? Lucy, did you do some 420-ing? No, I worked. <laughs> See, here's my thing about 420. Like, your 420 party was so nice. He actually was, put those cinnamon rolls in the waffle iron like he always talked about. It was so good. And it was delicious. It was a nice treat. Um, but, you know, like, 420 is very, like, let's smoke copious amounts of marijuana. Woo! And I was like, I mean, I kind of do that all the That's time. That's what you do that every, yeah, you do that every day. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm down to like, I do like uh, four to six joints a day, I think. Four to six joints. I think that's a fair assessment right there. So, I mean, I smoke a lot. I smoke ignorant amount of weed already. I don't, I don't know. I think we kind of really, we did a lot. Oh, so no, don't, brought... listen. I, I left your mm -hmm. house very, very stone-eyed. Like, we did, like, like, it was like my, my eye sockets were as dry as my mouth was. So every time I blinked, I also went, We did. you know, like, I also did like the tongue. Click. So it was like, it was like both yeah, were. We, we did like three bongs, two blunts, a joint, and then I think there was kind of a bowl that everybody just kind of would casually throw a little bit of weed in and just pass around. Yeah, suddenly a bowl would just pop up in your hand out of nowhere <laughs> as I'm holding a blunt and like trying to reach for a brownie. I was... <laughs> Oh, 420, yeah, brownies 420, were so good. I, 420, I find that I'm just more inconvenienced by the weed because it's getting in the way of all the snacking. Yeah. Well, we got, <laughs> we, I did good snacks too. I made waffles yeah, too. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, you did. Like, you, you had a. Made waffles? No, I just made regular waffles. And yeah. I played, um, I played good pop culture videos. We watched New York clips, Cardi B clips. Yeah. Beyonce at the Super Bowl. I definitely felt like I was wasting my time. So it was a good. Holiday, you know, but uh, on Saturday I was uh, since you know I I wanted to do something in in somewhat of 420. It was afterwards, but you know, so I bought some weed edibles on the street. Cause, uh, <laughs> on the street. Yeah, because there's a guy who uh, walks around a local bar in my neighborhood with a basket full of edibles. Why and would you do that when you could go to a dispensary? Because he's a well-dressed chap, and he's very charming. Okay, Rachel? All right? I like personality. So Maybe it's an homage to the Muffin Lady in Chicago. The Muffin Lady in Chicago. Absolutely. So Way um, before it was even considered like considered to be legal. But, but I only ever really... Because when I worked at that said bar, he would give me... Uh, he'd come by and, like, slip me joints. So I never really bought his edibles. And I actually, I was like, that might be a racket. You know what I mean? So uh, I bought some Captain Crunch that looked very much like Captain Crunch. So I was like, this is probably just Captain Crunch. <laughs> he's like, he's making a quick $20 off of me, but he gave me a joint as well. And I was like, okay, I paid for a very expensive joint. Yeah. Um, that was small, but whatever. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, this is for four people. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fucking Captain Crunch. So I get it home. <laughs> And I ate probably half the bag of Captain Crunch. 
Um, and it was maybe, I don't know, 11 p.m. I didn't stay out too late that night. Uh, I woke up at 1 o'clock the next afternoon. And uh, <laughs> so there was pot in those Captain Crunches. I've done that it, before. Did you do it with milk? This, no, I don't eat milk. You're so supposed to do it with, you're, you should put it in the... I ate it right out the bag, like no, no, a no, fucking... Heck. You're supposed to put it in something because it then like it goes into it. The weed goes into it and you get higher. Yeah, yeah. I've, you're supposed done... to put it in something fatty so that it can it can attach to the fat and like it's absorbed even more into your I body. I couldn't imagine getting higher. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I did, it, I did that once. It was real wild. Like my my PlayStation Three is on its last leg because I fell asleep for that many hours when it was just on, and when I woke up, it was like. <sighs> <laughs> It's like any Tuesday. And Netflix is asking me, am I continuing watching this fucking nature show hosted by Richard Attenborough? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that I am. <laughs> so that's a little uh, glimpse into my life. Uh, Lucy, anything to share? My birthday is this Saturday. Oh, yay! So this is... This is your birthday show. Suddenly. Oh, I guess so. It's my birthday show. What do you want to make next week? No, next week, next week will be your birthday show. We'll, we'll make it all about we'll, you. We'll make it all about you. So come with all of your fascinating stories that I don't ever want to hear every week, okay? I'll tell you all about my birthday and how it went. Tell yeah. us good things. Yes, exactly. Because um, we should... Uh, oh, so wait. What are you doing for your birthday? Are you doing anything for your birthday? Um, I am DJing the House of Burlesque show. Right. And the produ producer gave me the go-ahead and all the performers agreed that uh, every performer brings two acts. So the first set of the night, all the performers are going to do their standard acts as they do. And then the second half, I get to pick the song they're going to perform to, and they don't know what it is. That's cute. I love that. I love that as well. That's a great That's thing. That's going to be fun. It, it's loosely based on a show that I want, I've want. i been like dreaming of creating and calling it Kill the DJ. Oh. So this is like the latter half of House of Burlesque is going to be kind of like Lucy's birthday, like Kill the DJ set. So I'm excited. I love that. Oh, right. yay. Give it up for having a uh, standout 38th birthday. Yes, late yeah. Tina. Oh. I'm still adjusting to the fact that it's a very large number to write, and it makes me, it puts me in my head. Like, the three and the eight are two of the fattest numbers, and it really does. They are. <laughs> oh my God. Wait till you do the six and the two, or the eight and the three. Okay, all right, all right. Hey, uh, real quick, <laughs> speaking of lip syncing, I have to say that. Um, there's some real LA things that are in the works right now uh, regarding Learn the Words, bitch. You know my monthly show that I do at Akbar on the first Monday of every month? I've heard of it. Um, well, you I've know, heard of it. I am happy to say that uh, there is going to be, apparently, did you know Periscope was still a thing? No. No. I didn't either. Um, <laughs> Periscope is the um, live streaming uh, uh, stuff for Twitter. Twitter, yes. And it's it reaches a bigger audience because Twitter is is huge, whereas Instagram stories uh, can be like limited to just your friends unless you like hashtag or whatever. And Facebook Live is basically the same way. Like it's 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 your network. But I guess Periscope is bigger. So Learn the Words, bitch, is going to start streaming live on Periscope starting uh, the, uh, the May, the first Monday in May, <laughs> whenever that is. The 7th. The 7th. So. Is, 
Yeah. Is it a show that charges a cover? No, it's a free show. It's uh, okay. It, it's uh, completely. You just sign. You come and you sign up, and you lip sync. And so, if you have listened to this show and heard us talk about this, and you would like to see what it, uh, what learn the words looks like, uh, you can um, at learn the words bitch. That's that's the at, and then it'll be on May seventh. Not the hashtag. Not the hashtag. No. <laughs> proper at learn the words bitch and then uh um it's gonna be may 7th at 9 30 p.m pacific standard time so tune in uh to learn the words bitch and see what we do because it's a really really fun show oh and um our guest judges are going to be uh tito bonito the cuban missile crisis and and a need a procedure. So uh, so tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, okay, real quick. Before we go to break, we need to talk about the fact that drag queens that um, have been on RuPaul's Drag Race uh, might be losing their minds. They're messy. So let's start with, Rob, with let's start with Robbie Turner. Let's talk about what happened with Robbie Turner and the dead Uber driver that didn't really exist. I know nothing about this. Can we get a little like backstory real quick, girl? So Robbie Turner <laughs> tweeted and posted on Instagram like and on Facebook two weeks ago or so that uh, she was in a tragic car accident and it killed her Uber driver. Yeah. And, then and she, she, but she only had a bruise. But anyway, she had the show must go on. Here's a link to my show tonight. <laughs> was she trying to be funny? Um, no, she was sure. being sincere. Well, but... I, I guess we really don't know. Like, like I guess, I, I, was she being sincere? Like, I, 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 I mean, mean, it seemed like a pretty serious post she put yeah. her a seatbelt. Like, they yeah, saved she's lives. like drunk driving is a thing. Like, don't drink and drive. So um, Uber never came out and made a statement. Allegedly, the Seattle Police Department was like, yeah, there was no like fatality in any ex accidents that night. Yeah, so it was it's just super bizarre and it's like just weird, odd behavior. But, you know, I guess no one said Robbie Turner's name in a while. And so she just wanted to hear it. Did she just like know a bunch of like algorithm key terms and like use <laughs> in order to get like Maybe. more like headlines for her show i don't know i, I true I I, she's like is a loon she is for <laughs> sure a loon well um <laughs> let, let's you know like like i'm not sure if a if a fake dead uh uber driver is um less or more uh i don't know problematic to talk about but let's move on to tyra sanchez <laughs> um because listen and you know i say it <laughs> Tyra Sanchez is my favorite all-time winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Are like, you fucking serious? I think, that, I think that she fucking earned that goddamn crown. She fucking slayed her. Like, I loved her. She was the first. She was the one to be like, why are you talking? Why are you talking? Why are you talking? She, why are you talking? She, <laughs> like it's literally that difference <laughs> she's iconic she never was in the bottom two but she never had to lip sync for her life that's right neither was bob but anyway right. listen we got we're gonna go to break we got, we're not gonna hit this for too long i just want to get it out there because uh 
So she was on the social media and she basically said, look, I'm not saying I'm going to beat Fifi or Tatiana's ass, but if it happens, you know that I had something to do with it. And, and that's basically, you know, um, paraphrasing. And so that initially got her banned from uh, going to DragCon. They're like, listen, if you can't make a heartfelt apology, we don't want you here because it's, it, it's, uh, you're saying that you are encouraging violence. So she did some sort of apology, but basically the apology was like, look, I'm sorry that you don't understand how black people talk. You only appropriate our culture. So, <laughs> and, and I was like, well, that's not far from true, but you're saying someone's gonna get their ass beat, but you didn't do it or, or, or you're not gonna do it, but you know who did it. Anyway, so now she just recently vague booked and she said, listen, don't go to Drag Race on, or DragCon on May 12th. Don't say I didn't warn Don't you. Don't say I didn't warn you. So people in the light of all this gun violence and everything are kind of like, and Pulse Nightclub and all of this shit are like, hey, maybe you shouldn't be talking this fucking way, uh, Tyra. So uh, what do we think? What do we think real quick? What's, has she lost her mind? I would be surprised if she followed through with her threat. Like, I feel like she's just, being obnoxious for attention. I feel like this is a bratty way to try to get people to back out from buying tickets to DragCon, to be quite honest. Yeah. But this is something that we sh that we that they should be taking seriously, though, right, Lucy? Yeah, this is uh, it's not a subject that you should be joking around about at all, or no. making false accusations, or. But listen, I feel like um, they should have metal detectors anyway, and I hope that this actually gets them to do that because. Uh, it's so it's something we have to worry about now and but i want to but so listen if you're in los angeles california on april 30th that's uh this monday coming up on the trap at akbar uh, it's my live talk show it's going to be at 9 p.m and my special guest still currently is tyra sanchez so uh and, and she hasn't canceled yet so uh hopefully we're gonna have Tyra Sanchez, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk to her about all of this shit and see if she says anything or what she says. So um, if you're in LA and you'd like to see that, it's a free show, three drag queens talking basically. So come out to the trap. Um, let's take a break. Can let's we, do it. Uh, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about episode uh, five, right? Five. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Mozzie's a bio girl, so RuPaul won't let her compete on Drag Race, but her nails have been on more episodes than James Mansfield. Find your own way to win with custom nails by Mossy Makeup. Tony, <laughs> why don't you try putting your phone on Do Not Disturb? What does that mean? Okay. It still me... rings okay. in the computer. Okay. Do you think it'll stop it? Maybe. Should I try calling you and making sure? Okay. I could test, and then we'll see. You're in my favorites. Look at that. Let's see. Quiet. Oh, it <laughs> Sorry, we have to learn on our own, Lucy. You can't tell us it's hot. We're not. We're gonna touch the stove. <laughs> All right. I didn't see why I wouldn't. I Burn your hand, girl. Burn away. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are back with the show. Uh, and uh, we are only into season five. This this seems long, right? Episode five. Episode, episode five. What did I say? Season, season five. Oh, Jesus. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
uh, this is this is seems long already, right? Like not <laughs> not that not that that's a read on the show. I'm having a good time with it, uh, but I mean, it kind of seems uh, kind of seems like uh, it's a lot. We need a double. We need a double elimination. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Let's maybe someone will just crack and go home. I know. Can we get a breakdown, please? Is there anyone <laughs> on the verge? You think? Is there anyone on the verge? Let's. Hmm. Me. <laughs> Damn. Well, all right. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about this uh, episode and how it started with. Um, so last week, if you tuned in, Asia got a pretty uh, intense critique. They they kind of came for her and they were like, "Look, stop helping people. Don't matter. Being good isn't good." And she's like, "I'm good." Um, uh, and then t- they go back and she's obviously embarrassed. Um, and so she lashes out. She lashes out being like, none of y'all try to help me. Well, it's how people deal with their anger, you know, instead of like realizing that she's angry at herself, it was a lot easier for her to be angry at everybody else. You know, totally. Cracker called her out. She was like, look, I mean, like you can't give a gift with like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know what she said. I forgot. I'm stoned. Um, Yeah. It's a no strings attached kind of situation. Yeah, like yeah, you should you give something with the expectation of receiving, or at least immediately. Like when you give to something, you know they're asking you for help. Like obviously they're not going to know how to help you back um, in that situation, but they would probably be able to help her in the future in another challenge. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I'm sure that's probably what they were thinking. I mean, I think like I think like there are certain girls that are on that cast that want to get back to season nine uh, kumbaya shit because. It, it seems like they're they're all individually coming to the realization that it is a competition, and they're mentioning that to each other. And so then the other girls who haven't caught on yet, like, "Oh, I see you now, girl." It's like, <laughs> it's like you didn't see it at the beginning. Yeah, you didn't see, <laughs> you didn't see it knowing coming into a competition. Yeah, like I mean, like like friendships obviously aren't something that we need to be pursuing in this situation when it comes to the competition. So yes, it was nice of you to have helped everybody, but just think about how stellar you would have been and done had you let those bitches sink. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or or picked and chosen like yeah, other be more people. Selective. You know, yeah, don't don't try to be the mother to everyone because not all of those other girls because there's a lot of talk about buses and I think a girl's just getting thrown under them. So and, and, and anyway, but uh, I loved uh, Mayhem when she just said, I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what everyone ever says. If you get a gift, you say thank you. So thank you. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's move to the mini challenge, which is an army of fierce drag queens. Army fashion. <laughs> I uh, really liked Asia's outfit. Am I the only one that liked what she did with that with that purple shirt? The bald look and the like the yeah. the '80s kind of like, yeah. Uh, yeah 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 I yeah. that. Um, I is is it bad that I didn't? They all look the same to me. Like like yes. like yes. camouflage. How what did you feel? Were you I thought this, were you gagged by this mini challenge? I wasn't in particularly gagged. No, I thought it was <laughs> um very boring. Yeah. I didn't get it. I'm over the quick drag mini challenges. Oh, no. I'll never be over the quick drag mini challenges. Like, keep, 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 keep. I just want to say how good 
Aquarius quick drag faces. Oh, it's terrible. fucking ridiculous. It's just so good. Well, it's because she's got 21-year-old skin. So That's true. let's face it. There's but no... also talent. Yeah. Am oh. I the only one that got kind of tired of all of them having the black streaks under their eyes? Well, girl. Like, how, like how... is this a football practice or what are we doing here? I know. I've never seen any soldiers out there with uh uh, that, but I, I don't pay attention to the military either, so who yeah. knows? <laughs> I mean, neither do they, what, it would seem. What do these girls know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just like, I was like, okay, it's all camouflage and uh, basic color patterns, and uh, I don't know, you all look alike. So, mm-hmm. but apparently, uh, Vixen won. Yeah. Congrats. I mean, I think that, fuck, I just want to say that boring Cameron probably thought that her little clappy push-ups were going to get her somewhere. And your little clappy push-ups ain't getting you nowhere. Uh, They're impressive, Rachel. girl. It's they impressive. I, I was impressed. Of course you were, too. Rachel. Did you? Soon Rachel's going to be able to do those she while her... you're on her back. She's going to do it and then smash your head with her thighs all at the same time, Tony. So. <laughs> it, made, it made Rachel grab her crotch and spit when she saw those. Uh... <laughs> That's Roseanne. <laughs> you are disgusting, Tony. Um, there's just nothing that boy can do to make him interesting. There's just nothing for me that I'm just like, every time, very easily forgettable. I had to write in that I wanted to talk about clappy push-ups. I'm, um, it's sad because he is actually good at drag, but he is very boring. Um, so that led us to the maxi challenge, which was Bossy Rossi, which let me, I want to say I had... I had uh, high hopes for this challenge because if you know me, you know I love uh, daytime talk, talk show. show yeah. Um, any kind of like uh, Maury, Jerry Springer, fucking oh, Steve, yeah. Oprah, Jenny Jones. I love Jenny Jones. I'm into it. So I know all the fucking talk show personalities. And they gave them to you here. They gave them to you. But so, because Vixen won, well, the, the producers gave you the idea. I'm not saying the queens gave it to me. I know, I was just going to say, I think the whole thing is that the producers gave an awesome challenge and they just did not Just bring... a bunch of dullard queens trying to do something. Um, yeah. When, when, a, when, when, when a sight gag and uh, of a heavy man having a tantrum is the winner, it's like... Anyway, let's we'll get there. I Look thought at, I thought Monique was amazing. Look at me skipping I did ahead too. because she knew it. Hold on, we'll get to it. So, she knew she knew daytime TV. So we have uh, Vixen gets to choose the teams. Yes. And Vixen was trying to live her survivor realness. She was trying to have a plan, a way to be shady and sabotage his two frenemies. And it backfired. Um, and it and it did, in fact, backfire. <laughs> so the way that uh, Vixen did it was, for some reason, and I'm wondering if the reason she picked Asia was because of Asia's going off, but I would not have picked Asia as my partner. Me neither. Well, who would you have picked? I had to pick Cracker. I would be with Cracker, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I would have saddled up with Cracker hardcore. We'd be besties. Yep. And even if we weren't, I'd still be sitting behind her being like, what you doing, Cracker? You gonna make some jokes? Are your jokes gonna be funny? Can I look at your inspiration book, Cracker? I would have maybe, maybe picked Monique, but <clears throat> only because I think she's cra- kind of crazy. So yeah. She would probably be able to get down and wild. Well, she did. But, but. Well, she's, got a, she's got a vendetta. 
You know, like every time she's been hitting the middle, it's been making her want to be like, I want to be in the top. I want to be in the top. I want to be. I'm going to be in the top. And she should have been in the top like by now. Yeah. Instead of some other people. No, I agree. I think that there were some definite moments where she should have at least been a contender for the top. I'm not sure that she's been a winner yet. No. Mm. Um, But also, so then uh, she teamed up Blair and Monique, uh, Cracker and Mayhem. Uh, Monet and Cameron, uh, the most boring drag queen of all time, Aquaria and Eureka. Thinking... But you know what? Yes. <laughs> Carmen, Cameron, Cameron did really well. Well, we can yeah. talk. We can talk about them first. We can talk. Let, okay. Let's because let's let's okay. break. We're gonna break them down each each performance, and okay. I think it's really easy. So let's start with that. We'll start. We'll start with Cameron and Monet because I um I I'm ready to hear your case on that. Um, they did my freaky addiction. My freaky addictions, which you know, if you've ever seen the Learning Channel, and you've ever, which I have, and you've ever <laughs> seen someone literally just eat a roll of toilet paper or tampons or something <laughs> like, like Duster. I remember seeing one a guy would crunch glass. Like it's just really kind of fucked up shit. That this would have been a really fun way to show out, and everyone was thinking that it was gonna be Monet. Because mm-hmm. Monet is a personality, funny, a funny drag queen in New York. I don't think that that necessarily uh, uh, equals funny improviser. You know what I mean? Well, uh, improv is is its own entity, you know. And you could really tell the queens that knew something about it, and those that didn't. Yeah, you know, because there's a sense of well, I feel like there's a sense of improv if you're an MC or something on the stage, like you have to know how to work a crowd or whatever. But you're right; they're completely separate things. When it's like you have to work with someone as a team and mm-hmm. get a story out there, and so and I feel like a character. I feel like Monet was do uh, maybe a little bit was like a Pandora box when she got Mimi on first because she. <laughs> Was kind of like, oh, I got the boring one. The one who... Uh, Blair St. Clair? Th- no, I'm talking about oh. Monet thinking about oh, okay. Cameron. Okay, I thought you said Monique. Sorry, sorry, oh, I thought no. we jumped. Oh, no, 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 no. So, uh, so um, I feel like she was in her head about that, like worried maybe about Cameron's performance, and just didn't really have one on her own. Like, I, I feel like she could have gone so much... What was the fucking angel food cake? What was the cakes for queens, Maxwell? The cakes for queens! What did that have to do with anything? I didn't understand her she, at all. She, the cake, like, the cakes are the pads. No! Fuck you! I, I'm sorry. I just love looking at shit. Um, I don't know if that's true, because she never said, these are pads. These are pads. She never said that. She said, this is an angel food cake where we are fucking making cakes for drag queens. I was like, and then all of a sudden she pulled out the hip pads. Yeah. It was- I assumed cakes like as in butt, you know, like cakes. That's what I thought too, but it did not seem to go there whatsoever. I guess, yeah. Well, the judges I... called her on that, you know? Huh? The judges called her on that. They were like, you brought out this cake, and we thought it was going to be this joke, and then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. So so then yeah. Cameron comes out, and I mean, like, listen, by the time you watch Monique crash at Monet, sorry, I, I, I do keep saying it. I do keep saying it, Lucy. Uh, when, you, when you saw Monet crash and burn, <laughs> barring Cameron coming out and falling completely asleep, like she was going to show out. And to and to to sniff panties, 
is, I mean, like, she came out looking like Alabama trash, which was great. Like, she was... How dare you? <laughs> what? I'm from Alabama, and I'm trash. We know. Look at your face. Yeah, we... <laughs> You're a swamp monster right now. Let's, let's not put this in any more context. We're leaving it there. Um, <laughs> But, so yeah, so in that situation, then yes, Lucy, I'm going to say that Cameron did good, but only because how could her you... Her partner made her look that much better. Exactly. Um, uh, let's move to uh, the Vixen in Asia, because I think they had a seriously cute concept, because why not keep milking that storyline? Why not? Because... Because it's an inside joke for the queens. Like, I don't think any of the judges are aware of that Aquaria thinks Cracker is copying her storyline. I bet you that RuPaul and Michelle Visage are are at least privy to that. I feel like I feel like they're they have producers that are feeding them information on who exactly is not getting along and for what reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I think that it was not readable to an audience yeah because they, they weren't in on it but it was it. also not funny no it, 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 it was like very poorly executed because I it, mean, it could have been iconic yeah no yeah if, if what the vixen said is true that monet wasn't picking up on the cues i mean those what you mean made asia that... yes asia sorry <laughs> what'd you say wow i don't know what i said <laughs> did you say monet too? Monet. i'm right. very stoned right now i'm very sorry <laughs> listeners i don't know what I'm talking but if, about. If your partner isn't picking up on the cues, then you throw caution to the wind and you yeah. move on. Yeah, like you're to right. sit there and be like, she's not doing what we talked about. It's like improv. Like what is what is it? Yes, and yeah, like but, that. I that mean, is the you know like like manifesto of improv is yes absolutely, and. And absolutely. so if Asia, like honestly, I feel like it was such a missed opportunity that the vixen should have like when Asia showed up, vixen should have like been totally into her. Yeah. Like, it should have been like single white so, female you know? like, kind of shit. And like pulled a whole like narcissist kind of thing with it. Could have been fucking hilarious. I feel like they had an idea of going to some sort of a backstory. I did feel like, like well, obviously they were taking from a backstory, but I feel like it could have been original. They could have made it their own. I love the hair reveal. That was like as exciting as it got for me. Yeah, Unfortunately, I mean... it, was a, it was a miss for me on those two, which was which oh, was yeah. too bad. A hair reveal can only be so good nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I was talking to... I don't know. who. Oh, who was I talking to last night? Uh, and they were like, you know, I would only be gagged if there were like five hair reveals, but it was all the same wig and the same exact style underneath <laughs> it at this point. Because like, who cares about you going from... I want to see a perfectly coiffed, exact same style, five brunette <laughs> wigs in a row. That's what that I want. That would be hilarious. That's what I want. Yeah. And like real fancy show to, to reveal too. It's like a spectacle, but it's just the same wig. Um, that's that's talent, drag queens. Uh, let's see, Cracker and, oh, no, no, no. Blair and Monique. Unlikely, I thought this was a great duo. Unlikely pair. Unlikely pair. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I still don't care. How about do you Blair. feel about Blair Maxwell? I still hate it. No, I really not. like her. You have to stop calling her an it. No. <laughs> Why do you hate her? I yes, love her. Explain. Don't you think that she's? Don't you think that if anything, she has shown that she actually is a contender? Like, yeah. No. I think. 
I don't feel that way. Why? Okay. Yeah, why? Explain I just don't. Yourself. I think she's I think she's boring and I don't I think everything looks very I mean She's very polished that, and like she's uh knows what she's doing. I think she's gonna continue skating right down the middle. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Yeah, on on the like most boring the bitter end. Yeah, the, skate, just skate right down the middle down to the middle. top. On Cameron's fucking very Brad shoulders. Um, yeah. uh, well, uh, well, they did the I married a cactus, which is mm-hmm. super funny because if you're if you're looking at a talk show and it's about a cheating man or a mm-hmm. cheating girl and you're gonna have a confrontation, then you know you're gonna have a confrontation. So Blair, of course, came. Is it because she's innocent? And you hate that? Like, is it because she's always playing like an innocent character? Like, is it, do you think, do you have some kind of like thought that she really is in life, like a raging slut alcoholic or something? No, I just think, I just don't like how little she looks. I was gonna say, is it because she's skinnier than you? No. That's not it. That's not it at all. Oh, we've we've reached this, we've gotten it, we've gotten it. No, it isn't that. She looks just so... We found your root, Maxwell. We found your root. (laughs) Yes, you guys, that is it. I'm infuriated that little Blair St. Clair is skinnier than me. Oh, I cry over it. Her and pictures of Kendall Jenner, I'm just like, I'll never be that skinny. So we, so they do the cactus thing, and Blair is the wife, and then all of a sudden, Monique is the. Oh yes, they decided on some safe word uh, that went in the opposite direction of being a safe word. Yeah, Blair did not understand what a safe word was. Well, they they want. I think they wanted to avoid an all stars moment with Ala Trixie and Milk. So they gave themselves a safe word that if one of them thought that the other was being too extra, that that was going to reel them in. Right. So, but then... Blair didn't use it that way. Well, I think Blair did. I think Blair thought that Vic, or that that Monique was going to start showing out. Don't you think? No, I I think she used it. But that's just it. Like, she, like, showed out in her fear of Monique showing out and then called it. Like, it was like, I'm going to get really huge and then I'm going to stop you from meeting me. Yeah, yeah I mean... it kind of got like, what? Because well, I feel like the, when she says the safe word, that means Monique calmed down, but there was nothing. She right. wasn't doing anything for her to It was her, her who was be. getting out of hand. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she yeah. was like, Vanjie, and I was like, you're the only one doing something. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so... But, but, but then they started using it. They yes, did. you know, no, that was good. Monique did a good job recovering that, but yeah. Blair but, did not use it right. But the thing is, is Monique showed out from the when she pulled the fucking cactus to her, when she addressed the cactus, like that was the kind of shit that was right. And it was honestly, fucking hilarious. They were really, she was funny. And honestly, what would have helped Blair and helped their scene together is if they made the cactus the primary person that they're fucking both talking to. Like that would that would have made it funny. That would have been amazing. Because the thing is, is their beef isn't truly with each other. Their beef is with the the man. So the thing is, is like (laughs) if if they were improving and Blair was like, you know, you just told me that you love me and that I was the best thing you ever had, and she'd be like, and then that would give uh, Monique something to go ahead. Well, while that's true, they should be directing their anger at the cactus in true talk show host form, though. The two women always start fights with each other, and yeah, the dude was... just kind of sits there and is all like, "Yeah." <laughs> the, the whole like narrative of that is they supposed but to. But they work. weren't going Jerry 
They weren't going Jerry Springer type of uh, show. They were going more of a Maury. And Maury ain't Maury, having yeah. none of that. Maury ain't having no fighting on his stage because he's a classy New Yorker. Um, <laughs> uh, let's move to Cracker and Mayhem. I love a phobia show. I love, but because those people are crazy. <laughs> Just the craziest folks. It's true. Um, and uh, this was a, a, an irrational fear of pickles. And Mayhem mm -hmm. thought that she could carry the phobia character. I don't think she could have carried either character. Well, no. she didn't really seem to understand what a phobia was. Yeah, she was yeah. just, like, grossed out. Yeah. yeah. And, it like, seems... this is like, another one where the judges called it. It was, like, you were more disgusted by the pickle than you were scared of it. Right. Like, the instant a giant pickle walked through the door, she should have, like, thrown yeah. everything up in the air and run and yeah. hid behind Ross, you know? And, like, seriously freaked the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get why she wasn't doing that. This was a run off stage, off into the background, face first into one of the ca the couches that are planned in the back. So the cameraman, <laughs> so the cameraman have to chase you. This is what I'm fucking saying. What is wrong with you people? Don't you have no lives? Don't you watch daytime TV? Um, it was very sad that that mark was missed because yeah. that could have been really funny and they were given a lot of props for it. But also, and although I thought Cracker was standout and stellar, I don't think that she really played into the fact that she was trying to cure a phobia either. You know what I mean? Like, like it was it was puns and gags, which is great because she was funny and I loved I loved having the uh, what 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 was the moment the the. I don't know when she's like, I am a pickle. She's like, she's like the reveal. Yeah. Like, I'm not just a doctor. I'm not just dressed as a pickle. I am a pickle. Yeah. And then the little runny, runny thing was super funny. So it got me. It, it, it served its purpose. I would say it was yeah. probably one of the strongest. Yeah. It was a slow burn, you know, like it, it took lots of building. And when it got there, it was really wonderful. And then the one that sh that, that I guess was the, the best was Aquaria and Eureka. So, uh, yes, Vixen's plan did not go according to plan. They were both babies, sexy babies. Gross. I thought they both killed it. Um, it was funny, though. Yeah, I think like um, <laughs> you, Eureka came out and she did hold her own. I mean... Yeah. She she wasn't ever going to uh, match Eureka. Aqu oh. An Aquaria, I mean, came out. Okay. Aquaria held her own, and she wasn't yeah. going to match Eureka. Exactly. These names are just tricky. That more people yeah. need more people need to leave. We need a double <laughs> elimination. Have I mentioned that we need a double elimination? I think you have. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna stick to that. Um, what did you guys think? Did Did you guys think that the I, I have to give props to fucking Eureka. That bitch don't give no fucks. And I think that... I loved it. I'm she, sorry. I loved she it. She played it right. She you know? Wild. Like, she played it the way it needed to be played. Yeah. Yeah. And she's there. And, you know... Yeah. I think she totally, like, hit, hit the nail on the head. She, she, yeah, she nailed it. You know, but here's the thing. Honestly, they were both great. And it was one of the strongest ones of the night. But if you ever see these kinds of shows when people think that they're or want to be really grown babies the coverage is always of them being babies they ain't married <laughs> they don't have no backstory about a husband leaving one baby for another baby these fucking grown-ass adults actually lay around in baby clothes so i would have loved to have seen them both just on the floor 
rolling back and forth with each other. Being like in, in full method, Just baby character. Babies. Being babies. <laughs> Not saying words, Ross trying to get things out of them and then just going, that kind of shit. Have I mentioned I thought you were really weird? <laughs> I know what's entertaining. Uh, <laughs> I just think it'd be really cool if you rolled around like a bunch of babies. <laughs> I noticed that Aquaria shot Eureka down on the baby bonnet, but then later in the actual recording, Aquaria was wearing that same baby bonnet. Oh, yes, I noticed that. I was like, oh, you wanted... Well, it's too little house on the prairie, so I should wear it. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, Rachel? I was just thinking, like, she probably just thought it wasn't good for Eureka. It's Well, and actually, I think that Eureka coming out with her little fucking thing on her head. Her, her um, Pebbles Flintstone ponytail. The visual gag was when she walked out, when those nude pumps just oh, yeah. walk, owning her body positively, and, like, her little, like, uh, talking where she's like, I'm just... Look, this is what it is. This is what I'm going to give you. A real life, legit, sexy baby. I was like, get her, girl. Like, <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. That was good. I enjoyed watching it. Um, thought, so, uh, let's see. Oh, um, I loved Eureka saying, I'm actually working well with someone. Hey, mom, you'd be proud. Uh, <laughs> just goes to show you, everyone, even her mom, knows she's annoying and hard to work with, Rachel. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Oh, relatable. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about the Eureka Vixen uh, reconciliation. Um, How do we uh, feel? It, I was actually really glad to finally see some sort of resolution in any of the Vixen conflicts because what I was trying to get to last week that I didn't really quite get across was that I'm scared for Vixen in the sense that she's doing all showing all of this conflict and we're not getting to see any anything resolved at the end of it all like when cracker said i wish everybody got to see that entire two-hour conversation we had during untucked and you only saw like the 20 minutes of it when really like it was something worked out that everyone had talked about and they like came to a final like meeting place of some kind and i'm really glad that we finally got to see vixen not as this one-sided character, but as an actual person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she still held true. She didn't want to deal with the mushy shit, and she wasn't going to have any... She didn't any... want to touch her, and that's fine. She wasn't going to you know? have She any... didn't want to be all mushy, and that's fine. She didn't you know? want any uh, physical confirmation. She didn't see the need <laughs> in a physical... I mean, this was a situation where, like, here's here's the thing. I, you're supposed to start feeling for Eureka more of a, as a character here because she's going to share a heartwarming story about how she was annoying and people beat her up for it. That's what happens to annoying people when True. you're in school. Every annoying kid I've ever known has gotten beaten up when I was growing up. I'm like, well, did they're you annoying. Beat up a lot, Tony. I never did. <laughs> yeah, I, I never get, did. No. I didn't get beat up either. But I saw a lot of fucking annoying people around me getting beat up. So you know. <laughs> So you're saying you found your voice later in life? <laughs> that might be it. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, I mean, it was nice to see it, but I also appreciate Vixen still being wary, still not yeah. saying, look, no, you're not out of, like, this isn't, uh, we are. Yeah, we're not best friends now. Right. Absolutely. Uh, thoughts, Rachel? Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. 
Great. Uh, no, this is just a, this is weekly. Um, do we <laughs> think that should should we talk about the fact that Shania Twain's in the news being a Trump supporter? No. No, we're not. We gonna, shouldn't talk about her. We're not going to talk about it, like uh, and why she was on the Drag Race. Because I mean, the election. I, uh, obviously, to promote her new album. Yeah, the one that she you know is first having uh, like. It's the first one since the Man I Feel Like a Woman album because apparently she like came down with Lyme disease and lost a lot of her vocal like strength and everything and wasn't able to sing for all those years. See, that's what and you through, do. Like physical therapy, like finally is in a place where she could put a new album out. When you vote for Trump, you lose your voice. Yeah, uh, but she looked good. Let's, she looked well, good. Well, she didn't vote for Trump. She's from Canada. She can't vote for. Oh, Trump. but she would have voted for yeah. Trump. She would, That's what she, she could. Said. I got it. So, all right, the runway was denim and diamonds. Stand out, sit downs. Anyone? What do you think? Stand outs. Gorgeous. You Sorry. thought Vixens was okay. I thought uh, <laughs> Aquaria. Eureka, Aquaria, and Cracker were my top three. Yeah, they looked really great. Uh, you thought that Eureka looked great. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, like Every, I feel like most of the girls looked like we're wearing the same shit, and Eureka's, I don't know, was a different silhouette than everyone else. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing her bodysuit. I'm tired. That's all she does. That's all she's been wasn't, doing. Wait, yeah. wasn't her silhouette the same as Crackers this week? Weren't they both in sort of bodysuits? Uh, bodysuit, sure. Anyway, I like Cracker. I thought that Aquaria looked stunning. I I thought that she was the first. She was the only one that actually used a hat right. I think. Yeah, I loved this bodysuit. How did you not like this, Tony? I don't like it. I still don't like it. I think it's really fab. Um, I think that it makes her body look weird. Mm. It looks like, and especially there, she looks like she's hanging on a goddamn clothes wire. It looks like that's the dress and everything. Anyway. It's uh, fashion. You just don't understand. I got it now. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Touch the fashion, change your life. <laughs> yeah, Tony, when you're in Beverly Hills tomorrow, we'll come and touch fashion together. Oh, my God. I'm going to make sure not to wash my hands. Okay, um, perfect. So, yes. Mayhem's pink dress just looked like a pink dress, right? But apparently it yeah. was denim. Pink denim, I guess. I just, yeah. yeah, why would you... Unless it was like pink distressed denim, like there's like a pink distressed denim, but she just didn't have it. It looked like pink fabric. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you just do denim? Yeah. It I looked like she denim. was going to go audition for Oklahoma. Uh, yes. I it lo- was very honey boo boo, actually, she, to me. Right. She looked mm-hmm. like she was at a Trixie Mattel meet and greet. Yeah. Um, I loved how, uh, how uh, Monique not understanding the print of the animal kind of took the oomph out of her reveal. <laughs> well, I didn't like that anyway, though. Strap. Like, yeah, was, even if it was cow, I didn't like it. it was, no, it what? wasn't cow, though. I know, but even if it was, like, I don't, I wouldn't have liked it. It was, like, supposed to be denim, not fucking animal I want, print. I want Monique to come on to All Stars, and I want her retribution look to be uh, a cl- a a cow print in that same outfit. Why would you want to be dressed like a cow? <laughs> I don't know. She thought she was going for country western, I guess. Being a cowgirl. Yeah, you know. But like, uh, no. I love Blair's big hair. Blair looks so oh, cute. Blair looks great, yeah. I like Blair's outfit. I, I didn't, like, I, I liked the idea of all of the, like, ripped up pieces put together. I wish they'd been done a little bit better. Because, like, I felt like the jacket looked more like just one tone, whereas the skirt had all the different kind of, like, uh, contrast to it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Monet really was a miss. 
Yeah. Are you serious? No, it was really bad. It was really bad. Like that was that, that front. Like I don't know. Cut out. I don't know who made it, but I bet they didn't Instagram it the next day. <laughs> I'm gonna look actually. <laughs> I am too. I'm, right now. I'm looking at everybody's looks because I just want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. Look at you. So proud of you. <laughs> Surge while we're doing this. She's present. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I watched. I just want a reminder. Just like Tony can't remember their names, I can't remember their outfits. What I loved about Crackers was her character idea. Oh yeah. my god, Crackers. The, the complete like look from like not only a visual but also like a concept to it. I yeah. would have given I would have given it to Cracker this week. I mean, but yeah, me too. If she it, hasn't won yet. That's she hasn't won. So yeah, I mean, like I feel like Cracker should have won a few times actually, but uh, maybe where it's coming in the future. Um, so we had uh, Eureka, Monique, and Cracker as the tops, and Monet, Vixen, and Mayhem in the bottoms, which uh, then led us to uh, Mayhem and Monique's uh, Monet's. Mayhem and Monet's lip sync for their lives doing Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain, the Trump supporter. Um, <laughs> why did she, why did Monet take that outfit off if it wasn't? It oh, my see? God. It there was wasn't like... even a reveal underneath it. Like, why would you take it off? Why would you? And Okay, what, Lucy? You look like you're saying. I don't, I don't, maybe she was getting into it. I did think it was a bit. I thought it was a cute idea that she was basically mimicking the video. Oh, is Nobody that what she that? was doing? Was that what she was doing? Missed it. She yeah. looked, yeah. Yeah. Still looked I ugly. I didn't get it. Why was she? She couldn't walk. Yeah, well, she yeah. She was stuck to her ankles. She looked like she was in jail. And they were cheap, weird stunts, like the wig tanking off and then the cans of spray of some sort. I was just, I didn't get it. And, and you know what? Honestly, it was a weak lip sync, but I would have given it to Mayhem. Because at least Mayhem... I would have too, and I actually really fucking love Monet, but I agree. But yeah. obviously, they want Monet around. And the cameras were not even making it like a thing. They were they were obviously fixated on Monet. Mm -hmm. You would just see little shots of pink coming in and out of the <laughs> you camera. You see Mayhem like skip through the back of the shot. You see a little a little white boot, a little white boot that kicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> white <like>, hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Mayhem loses. She's gone. Bye. And honestly, I'm not going to say there wasn't really anything interesting enough for us to talk about in uh, Untucked, actually. No, that's no. true. So, well, the uh, Vixen wasn't in it, so it was actually one of the most boring Untucked. Absolutely. <laughs> we want more Vixen. We want more Vixen. Well, listen, we're going to take a break because when we come back, uh, did you think this sample or this segment was long? We have the longest listener question to date coming up next we'll be right back do you love drag queens do you love hearing about shit you shouldn't care to know and do you want the two mixed together then come listen to grizzly kiki tony soto says they talk about shit you shouldn't care to know and we weren't lying so come listen at grizzlykiki.com who who designed the onesie the really misshapen onesie you didn't even follow through with that. What do you mean? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck all the way off. I was like, the onesie I'm wearing is made by Monroe. Shut up. You shut up. I don't even know what onesie you're talking about. Oh my god, we were just talking about it on the show, you fuck. You mean Eureka's? 
Oh, Monet's. She didn't post a picture of it on her Instagram, so I couldn't find it. Ha 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 ha. She didn't, huh? Woohoo! I was right. All right, we are back with the Tony So Show. Uh, and we do these listener questions every week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So if you would like to send us a question, no matter what the length, <laughs> you can send them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com. Subject line, listener questions. I say that because um, my cast of lovely characters are so annoyed by the time we spend together. And they are annoyed by long questions. And this is our longest question ever, ever received on the Tony Soto show. And so they just don't know how to feel about it. I know how to feel. I don't really care. Anger. <laughs> anger. Okay, we have complacency. We have it's anger. It's like unnecessary. We have annoyance. Discomfort. And, <laughs> Jesus, you are all over the map. Uh, I mean, but, that many words combined together, Tony? I'm in a rash. Oh, my God. But Lucy has to read it because she's the one who's got the most book learning. Yeah, she's <laughs> the most educated one here. So, rate, or so uh, uh, Lucy, would you like to read our longest Yes, Yes, I'll question? put my privilege to use. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, this letter is from Reba. I recently noticed that there's a minor made-up holiday called Administrative Professionals Day. I thought it would be cute to collect some money and get Starbucks gift cards to thank admin staff for their hustle. I work as a therapist in downtown LA for folks who are homeless and have severe mental illness. The admin staff are often the first contact for our clients and they kick ass. I envisioned a small, keyword small, gesture that lightly disrupts our, day, our shared existential horror. I worked with several other therapists scattered across the Skid Row area and mentioned this plan in a meeting. Everyone was pumped. This morning I checked my email and this little gesture has gone off the rails. The therapists at different sites have turned it into a catered lunch party and are planning to buy flowers, pricey cards, and gifts. I was informed my share of cost was $30. I wouldn't necessarily mind spending the money, but not for a fake holiday. I know I'm going to get hit up for money the next time someone has a birthday. Plus, I was planning to buy marijuana with that money. <laughs> I feel you, girl. <laughs> but now my coworkers are getting pissy because, quote, this was my idea. I feel like an asshole. I respect the hell out of our admin staff, but I would never voluntarily organize a work party, especially one I can't even go to because my colleagues chose the date without asking. <laughs> also, one of the receptionists at the other side is a huge lazy bitch. What do I do? Spend the money to save face or say no thanks and buy a few gift cards for the staff I work with. Rip me up if I'm being crazy. Also, when I catch the gay power half hour, it's such a Wednesday blessing. Oh, thank you. Um, I vote you I don't give money and I vote you don't. You're just like, I can't give money because I can't go. Like, I know it was my idea, but you guys planned it without me. Well, see, here's Reba. I think you have to do it. It was your idea. But the thing is, <laughs> but, but, the, but, but no, but the, but, but the thing is, is like it, it that, that isn't her idea. Her idea was not that. Yeah. Her idea was someone played a game of telephone with her idea and turned her idea into something that she doesn't want to do and can't do. So at this point, I feel like a. Don't ever work in an office situation because it's so depressing that people will run. With, <laughs> run with an idea like this. B, you can, I think it is perfectly fine for you to get on the loudspeaker or whatever you do to communicate mass in that office and say, listen, 
if we remember, I said a, a, a gift card for Starbucks. <laughs> Y'all now are saying $30 shit. This is like people trying to say that Vixen picked Eureka's fight. That's not true. So you just have to <laughs> give them the receipts and spell it back to them. Yo, Reba, I think you should just say you can't go. Save the drama. Because you really can't. There's no lie. Why? Yeah. Why? She has to work with these people. Like, why would you be like, you guys are all assholes. You misinterpreted what I said. Like, you should just be like, I can't go. Because Sorry. that just lets people continue to be assholes. And I don't like to do that. Well, I mean, then they're going to just get money from other people. And Reba, you call in sick next time they throw a party like this, too. <laughs> Lucy. Yeah, I say, like, lesson learned. You know, like, <laughs> nice. it, pay the 30 and never do this again. Yeah, don't ever be nice. Don't ever have a nice idea. Yeah. Next, she, now you've learned. That's what you get. She's going to get gift should... cards for those who you want to give gift cards to. Why should she spend $30 yeah. if she's not going, though? Because it's kind of one of those lose-lose situations. Like, it's either you don't spend the $30 and now everyone like judges you in the office because yeah. you look like an asshole, or you do spend the $30 and you're fucking out your weed money. Yeah, so, oh, like I, you're not going to win either way. So, I mean, yeah. if you want to continue working at this place and have uh, a decent working relationship with these assholes and secretly hate them, I say eat, eat it, spend the 30 on it, and then never do this again. Yep. Yeah, girl. And buy bigger bags of weed so you don't have to buy 30 bags all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a very well-written thoughtful letter full of detail that we don't get from so many other people. That was so. lengthier than my college uh, letter, like the one I wrote to go to college. What did you say? <laughs> Me likey school, Maxwell? I was like, I promise <laughs> to come to class. I would be so quiche teeny in this school. <laughs> yeah, I have a little I, photo next to it. I uh, promise that I will step your guys' school swag up by 10% if you pick me. Okay, shut up. Um, short, girl. We're going to move on to our next question, which is Jeff. And Jeff said, my grandpa died, so my grandma has gotten a lot of money as a result. She's been very sweet and has given me a couple of grand. It mm. should be said I am in significant debt, and this money could help. However, I want to go on a trip. I've, <laughs> I've been in my town my whole life. Billings, Montana. Shout out, Billings, Montana. <laughs> I'm 20. I should do something. So do I travel or get responsible? I vote get responsible. Are the two mutually exclusive? Like, can you not do a small trip and then, like, like do a half and half kind of thing? Yeah, you said yeah. a couple grand. You, know, like, you could travel when, real nice for $1,000. I know. Sure. Like, if you were like, I have never been to Europe. Go to Montreal. It's Europe on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you can do something fun and still like do it on a budget and still pay some of your, your debt off. But you're so young, you have your whole life to travel. Well, see, that's not necessarily true. Because here's the thing. You could people, die tomorrow. People get yeah, that's a that's a true fact. Absolutely. And here's sure. here's here's what here's what I want you to know, Jeff. Jeff, you're never going to get above that debt, Jeff. You're just not. It's I'm true. Sorry. Oh I'm my sorry. God, it's I'm true. sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, the percentage of people that are in student loan debt, credit card debt in this fucking country is astronomical. And there are people that who will never, ever get above it. So why not go spend it on a trip? Yeah, Because Jeff. you know what? They're just going to call over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, Ignore Jeff. it. 
Jeff, be like everybody else. Be a loser and just drown in debt. Ew, what do you mean loser? That's a really insensitive thing to say when you think about how the student loan program is set up to fucking keep people in poverty. I am so, that person. So and I'm do you think you're the only one who's that person? Like, no, that's what I'm saying. But that's I'm thinking Jeff should sit, do something responsible with it so he's not one of those people as a person who's in that situation. Well, that's stupid and not realistic. You, I mean, why can't you compromise like Lucy said? Well, I mean, that's, why do you have to just be like, you're going to just be broke like everybody else? Here's my thing. I'm Listen, I'm in terrible debt, but I am not broke. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm living my life because you <laughs> could die tomorrow, and I'm not taking that chance. So, <laughs> but look, if you do want to be responsible, all I'm saying is if you want to be responsible, then do a halvesies. Pay halvesies, take a halvesies trip. But if you want to just live your life, don't have guilt, spending money that should be paid back to someone who made you sign a contract when you were 18 years old. You're they insane. were the idiots, all right? Not you. Also, you're 20 years old, you can't even drink. So where? what are you gonna do when he you- He can drink in Europe. Okay. Or Canada, right? Couldn't you, you drink a, in Canada? Jeff, yeah. do you have a passport? That's Montreal. a good follow-up question. <laughs> Jeff, do you have a passport? Because maybe that would be you something use, good. That would be use, something... use the $2,000 to get a passport. Yes, yeah. a gold-plated passport for $2,000. Okay, let's wrap this up. Who's wrapping it up? I'm wrapping it up. Max says... This is not me. I'm, <laughs> oh, you know, wait, you're not Disclaimer, this is not our Max. Uh, I met a guy at a bar recently and brought him home. We did the business, and I was hoping he was going to leave, but he pulled the, mind if I stay? I did mind, but I'm a good person. I let him stay. In the middle of the night, he blew up my bathroom, and the toilet overflowed. He bailed, and I found it the next day. Fucking disgusting. Should I call this prick? Well, the first mistake was not telling him to leave. <laughs> yeah, I say that's your fault, dude, and you just now you learn. Don't let them. Now build you up. know, never let them stay. But do yeah, you... and also don't call him. Just don't ever fuck him again. Yeah, don't talk to him. If you see him, ignore him. Um, unless you're with your friends and you like whisper, "That's the guy who blew up my bathroom." No, that's the that's the guy part. who shit all over my place. Um, no, you you know, this is this ran. The, I, I, this is that you do not get to call him about this. No, you don't, because I mean. Here's the thing. Your toilet has probably already been dodgy. Like, I really don't think, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, granted, he shouldn't have walked out on it. But, but, you know, who's to say it was his poops that was the problem and not the fact that you just have a janky toilet that couldn't handle the poops. You know what I mean? Um, Wait, I got to know. Now, Tony, I know you would never ask if you could stay, but were you the one who stayed and blew up the toilet? Would you, would you run away and hide? I would have well, gone I home. Well, I would look for a. I would have looked for a plunger. For sure. Like I wouldn't have let it. If if I could have, you know, when a toilet is overflowing, very rarely is it like whoosh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. And, if, and my next question is, Max, do you have a plunger next to the toilet? Like, it was there a means for him to have? Well, this oh, is Max, the person who wrote us. No, Max, the person who wrote us. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. No, listener questioner, Max. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a plunger next to your toilet? Is this something he could have avoided, you know? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Because it's like, if, if you had a, an easily uh, accessible plunger that you can see that's visible to the naked eye, th then 
then that dude's a shady motherfucker. But mm -hmm. like, cause like, I would have grabbed that and for my life done my fucking damnedest because that has happened to me before where a toilet has gone and you never feel more alone <laughs> than when you are in someone else's bathroom and your poops are just coming right up to visit. <laughs> And you were, and you you were mad that I was talking about farting earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you say it with relish and stuff. It's weird. Like you're into it. I, I, and, and honestly, that, that man, and you should, no, actually, you should shame this man. That's what you should do. Shame him. Any way you can, shame him. Shame. 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 Um, well, we did it, guys. Thank God. We did it. We got through it. It only took what thirteen hours, fourteen hours. It's that fine. was pretty quiche teeny. Um, uh, it's always quiche teeny to be with you, Threeny. Uh... <laughs> that was a good one. Lucy, what do you Tony. got going on, Lucy Wack? Tell us things. I got my birthday. It's uh, that's all that I'm thinking about. My birthday. It's Lucy's 38. birthday. She's 38. It's gonna be 30 great. It's gonna be great, girl. Well, and then next week we'll we'll uh we'll recap and see what a 38 year old uh does for her birthday. Um, uh, Rachel. Yes, I'm working at Berlin all weekend. That's all. Go pay her. Please give me a million dollars so I don't have to fucking work in Berlin anymore. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And maybe maybe try to be a doctor and not a veterinarian. Move on. <laughs> Move up. <laughs> Onward and fix upward. Your, <laughs> fix your leprosy that you got going on. Remove the lepers from your face. Why don't you cure your rickets or whatever you got going on in your face? Your shingles. Maxwell. Um, I'm actually not really doing anything this week, so that's kind of great. Good. Well, yeah, got to keep it real simple for you today, babe. I like that. Talk Self care. More. Well, listen. Uh, remember, guys, if you are in LA and want to come in at this point, see Tyra Sanchez be interviewed by two or three other drag queens, then come out to the Trap on uh, April 30th at Akbar at 9 p.m. Uh, with myself. Pickle and Roz Dress for Laz. Uh, and always, you know, uh, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour every Thursday on iTunes. Um, you should always go to iTunes and rate and comment on both of my shows. That's this one, the Tony Soto Show, and the Gay Power Half Hour. And remember, learn the words May 7th, 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is going to be Periscoping Live. So at learn the words, bitch, if you want to check that out. Um, oh my god, what else? Oh yes, Instagram, Twitter, Venmo, at the Tony Soto Show. Is that it? <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm exhausted about talking Me about it. Me uh, Until next week, everybody. Have a quiche tea. <laughs> <laughs> quiche tea. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Have a quiche Grayscale. That's what I was going to say, but you got so silent it scared me, kind of. We're out of here. Goodbye. Have a quiche day. Bye. Okay. Can he get it out? Can he just get it out with no, Noah? No. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye.